This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, this is Kevin Spiritus from After Forever the Series, and you are listening to Ed Robertson on TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to the Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. is always happy to welcome back one of the grand dames of Hollywood, Miss Ruta Lee. Ruta Lee's career as an entertainer spans more than six decades, beginning with the screen version of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Witness for the Prosecution, two films, by the way, that are still considered among the very best motion pictures ever made. Plus, many of you have enjoyed Ruta's guest appearances on such classic TV shows as The Twilight Zone, The Lucy Show, The Andy Griffith Show, Murder, She Wrote, and Perry Mason. Ruta Lee also co-hosted the game show High Rollers with Alex Trebek, making Ruta one of the very first females to host a network TV game show. Plus, Ruta appeared as a panelist on many other game shows, including Match Game, The Dating Game, and Hollywood Squares. When she wasn't busy in front of the camera or appearing in such stage productions as Peter Pan, Hello Dolly, Steel Magnolias, and the unsinkable Molly Brown, Ruta Lee has worked tirelessly behind the scenes of the Thalians. The Thalians, the first Hollywood charity dedicated to the treatment of mental health patients and which now also helps our veterans through their partnership with Operation Mend. Ruta Lee's memoir, Consider Your Ass Kissed is now available for pre-order. You can pre-order it right now. It is a delightful read, and we'll tell you more about it in just a second. But first, we began our conversation by telling Ruta, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, and I cannot tell you how much I love your book. Ah, well, you do like the flavor of it. Look, I've been fortunate enough to talk to you a few times over the years. Yes, thank you. And I... I can say this honestly. It sounds like I'm. It, it sounds like I'm in the same room with you when I read your book. It sounds like it sounds like you. Oh, that is the best thing you could have said to me, Ed, because I wanted it to be a very personal kind of feeling, because that's how I feel about you know my blessings in life as it is, and you know with with the title that I've got. I'm not apologizing. I'm just explaining that I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And if that sort of comes across that I'm in the room with you, that works. That's great. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it is. It it has a lot of heart, which you have. It is balls out honest, which you are. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes too much so. Well, look, that's, that's what makes you you. But you know, Ed, I also think that it's not just me. I think that most Americans, period, are blessed with a sense of humor Mm -hmm. that applies not just to other people but to themselves. I think we all know how to make a joke out of ourselves as well, which I think is a very redeeming thing in the human race. If you can laugh not just at other people's foibles, but at your own. Yeah, and you know, it it, it reminds you. It it as, as you just said, it is the great equalizer. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, yes, there are moves we could have made, and maybe we should have made. But at the time, we decide whether we go this path 
or the other path, we make what we think is the best decision we can make given what we know and given the equipment we have. And sometimes the path we take takes us in a different direction, but because it took us in a different direction, we have other blessings. Well, you've said it all. Thank you. Uh, Do you want to do this lovely soliloquy at my funeral when it comes? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is great. You get a great radio personality to, to do something wonderful like that. I love it. I love it. That's another thing. When I do go to uh, funerals and, and I'm asked to to speak or whatever, I feel that it is incumbent upon me or anybody else to put a little bit of humor and levity into whatever is going on because it's sad enough that someone has passed on, but if you can find what that person that you're eulogizing had in his personality or hers that brought humor to the world and laughter, that, that to me is the the greatest gift that God gave us is the ability to laugh. And we have the gift of spending a few minutes talking to Ruta Lee. Ruta Lee's memoir, Consider Your Ass Kissed, is the story of how a young girl, the daughter of Lithuanian immigrants, not only became one of the most legendary entertainers in Hollywood history through hard work and determination, but dedicated much of her life and career to giving back to that industry through her work with the Thalians. The Thalians, the charitable organization that Ruta either led or chaired, along with her dear friend Debbie Reynolds, for more than 30 years. Consider Your Ass Kissed is available through our friends at Britain Publishing. You can pre-order it right now at Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. You can follow Ruta Lee on Twitter and on Facebook or her website, rudalee.com. And this being April, as this conversation airs, I know it's a few weeks away from your birthday, but early happy birthday to you, Ruta, nonetheless. Uh, me and and the day following is Clint Eastwood's, so he's worth celebrating, too. I think he's an American treasure. Clint Eastwood, one of the many people who received the either Mr. Wonderful or Ms. Wonderful, depending on the recipient that year, uh, the Mr. Wonderful Award from the Thalians. Yes, and you know, the lovely part is that wonderful award, which is Goofy, a gold statuette of Goofy on marble, uh, was created for us by Walt Disney himself. So it's a real treasure. Uh, I mean, I realize that Oscars are very treasurable, but so is our Goofy, and there are not many of them. And, uh, well, we gave one to somebody every year that was a star, not only on the stage and screen, but was a star philanthropically, too, that gave of their time, their talent, their money uh, to help us uh, help those who couldn't help themselves. And, you know, uh, the Thalians, Ed, have shone a spotlight on that dark abyss known as mental illness. And that Hollywood Klieg light, that spotlight that we shine, we hope brings kind of health to the mind and the spirit. And especially now we're concentrating on the mind and spirit of our returning veterans, those beautiful young people that are willing to put their lives on the line for America. 
uh, all around the world, and they come back and they should be getting the best that America has to offer in the way of treatment for their injured bodies and their injured minds and spirit. And we Thalians have joined Operation MEND at UCLA, and they take care of the blown-off limbs or cracked skulls, and we, on the other hand, are trying to heal the wounded mind and spirit. And um, I'm, I, I just feel blessed by the Almighty that we've got. This group was started by young people who considered themselves kind of fun people, and the world considered pot-smoking, hard-drinking, sex-minded idiots that didn't have anything to contribute except showbiz, and they said, we've got to do something about it, and they chose mental health. So Thalians was, has always been, for the last, what, 60-some-odd years, they, uh, Hollywood for mental health, and I, I'm very proud of us, and I, I feel like we are giving back to the community some of the good things that have come our way. You can learn more about the Thalians. You can make a donation if you are so inclined by going to the Thalians.org. Thalians, T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S, thethalians.org. Ridley was either president or chairman, chairperson of the Thalians for more than 30 years. She's been with the organization almost for as long as you've been an entertainer. And yes. and this is one of the takeaways I got from the book, Ruta, is that it was important to you to find a way to give back because so many people helped you out as you started off your career. It was important for you to give back. I think it's important to everybody in life to give back a little bit. You know, um, there, there are many ways of sending up a prayer. Sometimes it's a good deed. Um, sometimes, Ed, it's simply putting a smile on someone's face. That is kind of my credo, that every day, no matter whose path I cross, whether it's a puppy, a cat, a human being, uh, male or female, just put a smile on their face for a minute. You don't know what kind of burdens people are carrying. Uh, they may have doer expressions, and if you can compliment them on their shoes or a hairstyle or just what a sunny, lovely day it is, even in the rain, uh, it, it, it's a good thing to do and a very easy thing to do, and it doesn't cost anybody anything. Just go ahead and make someone smile. Well, we've had a bit of rain here in Southern California over the last couple of days as we record our conversation with Ruta, but I am looking out my window, Ruta, and the, uh, I see the blue skies. The clouds have parted, if only for the time being, but I think it's good because I think the clouds should part whenever I talk to Ruta Lee. You sweet <laughs> silver-tongued devil, you. <laughs> wow, what a nice thing to say. Well, I'm hoping that everybody has a beautiful and blessed Easter and uh, that we continue stamping out this rotten COVID. I'm so sick of it, aren't you, Ed? It's, it's time to move on and make life happen again. Well, things are beginning to open up, so that's good. That's yeah. good. And I've said, this, I've said this on the air. I've said this off the air. I'm looking forward to taking a long road trip, probably up to the Bay Area where, where most of my family lives and where you spent 
a good part of of your TV career. Oh uh, yeah, Ruta, you you worked on one of the ver- you worked on the first TV show filmed in the Bay Area. The lineup. The lineup was wonderful. It, I don't remember how many seasons it lasted, but it had a wonderful long run. And I was fortunate enough, and of course maybe it's the fact that I did good work that helped, but I was fortunate enough to be invited up to do three or four or five shows in a row. And I've got to tell you, that was quite an experience, Ed, because we didn't have the beautiful big star wagons or the honey wagons, as we called them, you know, for stars, of, uh, for, for the actors up in San Francisco. You literally used the, the wardrobe truck to jump in and change your clothes and do whatever you had to do. Um, and I would get hired to play lots of different characters, you know, but, but it was one plane trip up and one hotel room, and, and I played a lot of different things, maybe four or five different shows. And in one of them, I'd be this ritzy society girl. In another one, I would be uh, a mommy that, that uh, lost her child or was kidnapped. In another one, I'd be a hooker with a heart of golden teeth to match. And, <laughs> and I would have to keep changing my outfits and my makeup for all of these things on the run. So it was, in a way, it was like a, a training academy for me, you know? Uh, and God, Jaime Del Valle was the producer, and he was a film producer and a radio producer, and he w- just honored me by giving me lots of roles to play. And working with Warner Anderson and Tom Tully was a hoot. What a fine time we had. And God bless Jaime Del Valle showed me San Francisco. He would nicely take me, and he'd have my mother come up and join me, and he would take us to dinner. Uh, Wow, I saw San Francisco at the best. I saw it at the worst, too. I was doing a scene one time in the Yacht Harbor. And, of course, we were shooting in May or June, now, San Francisco, that time of year, is cold. Mm-hmm. It's pure in friggin' Alaska. <laughs> and there I am in cute little shorts and a little T-shirt and bare-legged and bare everything, you know, uh, and on a yacht supposedly enjoying being there and entertaining and blah, blah, blah. Do you know the way that I, I think I survived that shoot, and the guys are all bundled up in their big pea coats, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, lined uh, jackets and everything else. The, the boat owner had me come below when I wasn't shooting up on the deck, which is where the shot was set up, and he fed me lots of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that kept me warm. Gee, I should have put that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew what I was doing, even though my teeth were chattering, my lips were blue, that vodka kept the heart warm and the spirit going. Ruta Lee is on the line with us. Ruta Lee's memoir, Consider Your Ass Kissed, is available right now at Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Autograph editions of Consider Your Ass Kissed are available exclusively at Larry Edmonds. LarryEdmonds.com. If you are listening to us in the Los Angeles area or plan to be in Southern California the weekend of December 11th, Rudy Lee will be among the 20 celebrities taking part in the very first 
Celebrity Authors Forum, which will be held at the Hollywood Museum on Saturday, December 11th, beginning at 11 a.m. For tickets, more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the great thing about that particular era, the era of the lineup and the era of the first couple of decades of television where, you know, you appeared on all the major shows, the Lucy show, the Twilight Zone, was if you did one show and you did good, they would bring you back. It's not like that anymore. I mean, for whatever reason, if you do one episode, they don't ever bring you back, even if the show runs for 15 years. I realized I was lucky enough when I did Roseanne to be invited back, and then there was talk of doing a pilot, an offshoot that would include me, which was very delightful, but then she was bounced from the show. So there went my career as well. That, that really ticks me off, but that's the way it is. You, you never know. I did a series, well, of course, The, the Visit, Every time to, to come back was really wonderful on a show because you get to know the crew mm-hmm. and, and the people and, of course, the stars. And, Lord, I was lucky, and, and I really loved everybody. I loved every minute of working. And you don't realize when you're doing all these shows, Ed, how lucky you are, you know, that how, how wonderful to be working with people of, of great note and, and people maybe that are up-and-comers like yourself that, that become huge stars, and you say, wow, I worked with them on this and this. Uh, wonderful, wonderful feeling. And uh, I don't think that your audience or any audience who is not in the business realize how very hard the work is. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, you, you watch a movie and you have no idea that to get that five minutes of film that progresses the the story, that it took hours and days to get a certain shot. And I don't think our audience has realized that when we're, let's say you and I are sitting uh, somewhere with a cocktail in hand and we're having this conversation, that it has to be shot from a long distance Mm -hmm. of the two of us at the table. Then there's a a closer shot of the two of us at the table and one from another angle, perhaps. Then there is the shot of me talking to you, and I have to match the hand movement every time I raise a glass or put it down 
or touch my hair, I have to match it in every single time we shoot it, whether it's on you or me. Uh, you know, if when it's on you, then you have to match mm -hmm. when your hand went up to, with your drink. And so it, it can take, a, it's a lot of effort. It's more than just playing a scene so that it's believable. It's also making everything work so that the editor, when he's cutting, that your hand is not with the glass in the shot when it should have been down on the table. And especially when you did television, whether it was a, an hour-long show or a 30-minute show, you're shooting 10 or 12 pages a day. So you... So you don't you don't have the time to approach it a little more leisurely as you would if you're on a motion picture, which you've done many motion pictures. So when when you do on television, especially, you've got to when you show up, you got to be ready to rock and roll. Yes, exactly. And and I'll tell you something. I, I shot a film recent, not recently, about two years ago. That's recent anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. I couldn't believe the behavior of some of the people, actors, that are supposed to be professionals. Um, the gentleman, the fellow, was okay. He was fine. He sort of did his lines and did his things the way he should. The little girl was so loopy that I was wondering, is she high on something? Uh, and maybe she was. I don't know. But... I find that people are accepting bad behavior now. And I don't quite understand how you can run a business and be accepting of non-professionalism. I, I, I don't quite understand that. But we seem to have a lot of that going on, that new wave. Now, I'm exaggerating when I say there's a lot of that. But, but compared to the discipline that we all lived with and for ourselves and we brought to the set was the professionalism that I'm seeing rather lacking in these days. One other noticeable difference between the way many shoots are today and the way they were 20, 25 years ago, Mike Connors, one of your dear friends, when he visited our program a few years ago, he said the biggest difference for him was when he was doing like Tightrope or Mannix and Rudely would uh, you know, guest star. In between takes, you would talk to each other. You know, maybe you would talk about golf or the Thalians or something, but you would talk to each other. Whereas today, when the red light goes off, everyone goes in 17 different directions, and that's lost. I mean, because in the talking to each other, you often learn things about each other or about your craft. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think one of the most beautiful things about being in our industry, which is a tough one, nobody realizes how tough it is, mm -hmm. is that it's much more fun than selling insurance or shoes mm -hmm. or working under a car. And why? Because this is what I miss so about the industry now, is that we all had our chairs, and if we were prominent enough, your chair had your name on mm -hmm. it, you know, which was, to me, one of the most exciting moments of the world was when I, not only when I saw my name at a marquee, but when I had a chair that, had, that said Ruta Lee that was mine. But we sort of sat in a semicircle between takes, 
and swap stories and maybe lies and <laughs> but great humor yeah. there was laughter such wonderful laughter and I said that's what makes us kind of be able to go through very sad and hard and tough grinding work was the fact that there was humor in it and if somebody was star enough in the middle of a very tough scene to break the the tension with a laugh by creating a big laugh that was a blessing and well you know i i sort of feel like that's the greatest thing in life is to laugh absolutely what i miss about our industry now is that we don't sit there and swap stories about growing up in the business or knowing people in vaudeville or early days of the movies that taught us great lessons i miss that Rita Lee is on the line with us Rita Lee's memoir consider your ass kissed is available right now at amazon Rudely is among the many celebrities scheduled to appear at the inaugural Celebrity Authors Forum at the Hollywood Museum, which will take place Saturday, December 11th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Hollywood Museum, 1660 North Highland Avenue at Hollywood Boulevard in the famous Max Factor building. For tickets and more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. We'll talk some more with Rudely. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.